Jim. Megan. I'm really sad. <sighs> I can't imagine why. Talk to me. I'm because here for you. Because freaking all we are is dust in the wind. That's why. <laughs> really mellow ending to the fourth episode. <laughs> I just literally watched that like like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Oh my God. Rough why? stuff. Why? Why did... For a second, I was like, who is this? Joss Whedon writing this? What's going on yeah. here? Yeah. I guess we should back, we should back up, back the train up. Yeah, Just let's back second. it up. Here. Back it up. So we've already established a couple things. Mm-hmm. I'm Jim. You're Megan. Oh, yeah. These things the have show. been said. You guys already know what the show is called, but we're going to tell you anyways, because yeah. we like to talk. We like to Otherwise, talk about the show specifically. Yes. We should have a show about our show. We should. I'd be down with that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so this is Nerd Novice, and specifically, episode 44. Oh, my God. Wait, and 44 or 43? This is 44. 44? 44. Cool. Yeah. So I just want to say that I'm in my new house that I just moved into, yeah. and there's like no t- furniture, so everything's super echoey. That's okay. I sound like I'm in a reverb chamber. It sounds a little bit like AM radio from the 1970s where they used the plate reverbs and stuff like that. Totally. But that's okay. No, actually, yeah. the, I can hear the echo, but it's actually under pretty good control. Okay, good. It's not cool. a Do not I a sound problem. like regal? Do I sound like I have more authority? You always sound regal and with authority. Oh, shucks. Yeah. But especially now. Okay, No, cool. it's all good. I'm really happy that you're in your new place. We are going to miss the space attic. I am. I'm going to really miss it. Yeah. I saw, your, I saw your picture on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Final photo of the space attic. Yeah. Dude, those space twinkle lights totally left little char marks all over the wall. Did they? <laughs> I had to wipe them off. <laughs> I was like, crap, this place is going to caught on fire. <laughs> wow, seriously. <laughs> so that was funny. Yeah, set that uh, the asbestos... <laughs> insulation that's no doubt underneath those uh those walls ablaze. hopefully not yeah uh, yeah really but yeah so anywho um so you got so the nerd new place novice. yeah do you, th- do, you, do you think you're gonna have a little uh little hut to uh call your home for podcasting or what's i what's gotta figure sick? that out yeah i'm totally gonna have to figure that out yeah i gotta i gotta figure something out because right now my desk is in the little like there's like a little uh, kitchen eating area that's off the deck and it's almost like it's not a sunroom, but there's windows, a lot of windows mm-hmm. and it's in here and it's, you know, definitely real echoey. So yeah, I got to figure out what I'm doing with that. Yeah. There's ways to work around that. I might maybe like try to do a test run with a laptop upstairs, like with the, uh, plugged into the modem maybe mm-hmm. it might work, but my laptop is kind of starting to, get a little sad yeah so i don't know how good that would be Hmm. we'll see we'll see well it this is an important thing that i think will will reveal itself over time Mm -hmm. yeah like the the root you will not choose the room for podcast and nerd consumption no and i'm also and i'm also not going to choose the name for the room the name of the room will choose me right yeah. Exactly. It's like the escape pod. Exactly. And then when we later realized that pod was short for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we were like, wait, we're cleverer than we thought we yeah. were. <laughs> took us took us about nine months to realize our own pun. It's okay. It's okay. Oh my god. We're we're slow, but eventually we figure this stuff out. Yeah. We're figuring out season two of Highlander the series. Oh my god. As we continue. My god. Continue our track. Okay, let's just say something. Remember last episode when I talked all about how there was no overarching plot line Mm -hmm. and how, like, it was just a monster of the day thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm eating my words at this point. (laughs) Yeah, I think think you could say that. Particularly with, like, the first big story arc in season two well actually it was the last episode of of uh season one which i'm really i'm really glad because i what had happened was you know we were talking about how we were going to do um just general season two for this episode of, of the podcast and um i uh i was like 14 episodes into the first season so I was like, eh, I'll just come back to these later and I'll just watch season two. So I started with the first episode. I went about two minutes in and I was like, oh, okay, I definitely missed a lot. <laughs> so I had to go back and watch the last episode of season one. And I'm glad I did because it started this whole watcher plot line thing. Um, and with with Darius and um, all that stuff. So... If you guys are following along, you definitely need to start with with the last episode of season one and uh, catch up from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you and I were were talking via text message, and uh, I I knew that episode four of season two was like the magic episode mm-hmm. for you to get to, mm-hmm. and you know we spoilers abound oh yeah in in nerd novice i mean this that's show is just, all about spoilers. that's just a given and and you know what i i think it probably bears mentioning at this point actually because we've gotten a ton of new followers on twitter lately and a ton of new listeners so it, it's entirely possible that uh, a lot of people are hearing nerd novice for the very first time in this right episode. now yeah, at speak. this very moment. Yeah, this is this is the maiden voyage for them. So we, I, I think we have to to lay out the the ground rules yeah. of nerd novice. I agree. Of which there is really one and only one. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> yes. Everything is a spoiler. <laughs> Everything I'm, is fair game. I am. If anyone, I I'm really actually kind of looking forward to the day when we get some angry messages about why'd you spoil the spoilers? Because I really just want to be like, boom, my podcast, my rules. Right. The rule is we say whatever we want. Yeah. We exactly. give away plot lines all the time. Yep. Yeah. So having said that, you know, there's uh, there's a podcast I edit. For Jason Snell, he's the uh, editorial director of Macworld magazine. Mm-hmm. But he does this, he does a nerd show with his buddies uh, called The Incomparable, which if you guys aren't familiar with it, you should all go check it out because it's actually a really brilliant show. And it's it's kind of crazy because they always have like, you know, five, six people on in every episode. And I spend like hours editing it so that nobody talks over one another or you know, it's very minimal or whatever. Yeah. And they talk about a, a lot of the same types of, of stuff that, that we do. But anyways, they, they have 
something that that's become a trademark of that show called the spoiler horn, <laughs> which is it's brilliant because it's a foghorn sound effect from Garage Band. Oh my god! So it's like royalty free <laughs> foghorn sound. It's it, that's exactly what it is. It is a royalty free foghorn. We don't have that on Nerd Novice. We don't. We, we should. We, don't. we can I please? I keep popping my microphone i'm sorry can i please go through my apple loops right now and find some sort of spoiler horn? yes you may okay do you want me to tell you the file name uh well no i i can find the apple loops and just look through them okay it's in the um library folder hold on right uh, audio. um i mean we can't really copy that's a little bit i mean right. can we copy that can we do like a wah, 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 sad so? trombone yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> that would that would or, be an interesting spoiler sound or like bongo groove like right. da, da, do, boom, boom, ba. No. <laughs> every time a spoiler comes that would on. be great like as if it's some profound beat poetry or something <laughs> oh my god yeah man or like one of those Dig like i'm looking through the names of these right now yeah. like one of those like stupid little guitar riffs like right yeah I don't know them by heart, yeah. but I'm just... But, the, you know, the funny thing is, them. like, yeah, totally, totally. I mean, it doesn't even matter <laughs> what they actually sound like. What we think they would sound like yeah. is, like, just as cheesy as what they actually are. Yeah. It could totally be a different one every time, too. Yeah, yeah. And the thing, too, is, like, for our show, we'd basically just have to sound the spoiler horn yeah. at the very beginning of the episode. Yeah. Like, even <laughs> before, the, before the theme music, it would be like... <laughs> Wow, 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 and then uh, da do da do do da, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Put on your spoiler earmuffs, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know what's funny? Exactly. There what's are funny? seven files named Edgy Rock Bass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure none of which are. Yeah. Think about emotional that. piano. Oh my god, I can't look through these. These are making me laugh so hard. That's so great. Oh, funky electric guitar. Okay, I'm done. All right. Closing. But yeah, we need we definitely need spoiler warning sounds. Yes. So anyway, speaking of spoilers, um freaking episode 4 just blew my mind. Yeah. Let's back up. Let's not let's not reveal it yet. Okay. Let's start from the last episode of uh season 1, whatever okay. it was, 21 or 22, I don't know. However many. So Watchers are very different in this show than they are in Buffy. Completely different. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why they, I mean, I I guess I see why they call them Watchers, because they, like, take account of the immortals over history and whatnot, but it doesn't quite seem descriptive enough of a name, you know? They're more like catalogers. Yeah, they're more like historians. They're more like evil plotting historians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although, okay, here's where I'm a little bit foggy. They're not all evil, right? I mean, they're not inherently evil. Oh, no, not at all. There's just some that are. Right. Some that have these weird, like, vendetta or, like, life missions where right. they think they're doing some sort of favor for humanity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so that's good and all. I still don't trust Dawson. No? 
I don't know. I mean, he's I a guess little it, bit. Yeah, it's early on in the series, so yeah. you're and still like, getting to know him. You were just about to trust him, and then they show him with that the dude that killed Darius, and then you're like, oh no, he's one of them. And then you find out he is, but they're not supposed to be evil. But then you still have this tinge of like, I'm not sure of you. I think maybe you might be evil. Well, he has... What he has going for him is crusty jerk, <laughs> right? I mean, that's kind of his angle. I don't know. In the show, I guess. You know, why is he I mean, a have jerk? You, have you? He's just shady, right? I don't know yeah. about a jerk. Yeah, crusty shade, <laughs> shady crust. That's my rapper name. <laughs> There you go. Yo, Shady Crust. <laughs> what? <laughs> I want you I to know. meet my my MC, Cinnamon Shady Crust. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> I don't think we speak rap. I think you are right. We do not. <laughs> at all. Oh, I wish I did. <laughs> I could say things really fast. Yeah. And rhyme them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um so anyway. So no, uh, I, I I get what you're saying. I yeah, he's just a little bit like <clears throat> I don't know. Like do you remember I don't know if you saw any of these episodes cuz you oh, I, I still am sad about how few episodes of Buffy you've seen. Um did you see Wesley at all? Yeah. Like did you see when he came in? Mm-hmm. Like when he made his appearance? It was almost like that, like where this guy, you know, you know, he's like supposed to be a watcher and like he's probably a good thing, but he's like, you're not sure of his real loyalties, you know, because he's just such a rule follower that you don't know if he would really back you up when you need him to. That's how Wesley was. But with this Dawson guy, it's kind of like he's. You can't look because we're. I was still unsure about really the watchers in Highlander whether or not they were actually like um, neutral, you know. And I just, I'm not sure if he really is neutral. It's hard to tell. It just, I'm not sure if he's really going to be neutral when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what it is. Well, you'll see. You'll see way more of him as the series progresses. He beca- he becomes a series regular. Oh, he does, yeah. 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 And you see him, uh, eventually you'll see uh, clips, because he's a blues musician in real life. The uh, The actor is Jim Burns, and uh, he's got a blues band. They Remember that uh, convention I told you about? Yeah, a the, the one ago? where all the women were there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, his band played one night, and they oh, were good. Oh, that you told you mentioned yeah. that. Yeah, yeah they yeah, were yeah, super yeah. good. It was cool. That's so cool. And they play in the show too. Oh my god! So it's one of those like, yeah. Hey, I play music. Oh my god! It's like Giles. <laughs> it's totally all is. over again. Wow! This is secretly a Joss Whedon show. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's like Giles Avu. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so before we get to episode four, um, so, okay, end of season one, 
we find out there's this whole group of like mortals who um, have been taking account of immortal history throughout time. And like, what's there if, because you know, there's a few bad eggs and whatnot, but what's their real purpose? Is it just to, just to take account of it? Like the heck are they really doing? Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, I think their, their main thing really is they're, they're keeping track of them. I think there's, I think there's this, this sense, um, to, you know, they're, they're, they're really into the truth of, of things. They, they really are historians, mm-hmm. you know, first and, <clears throat> and foremost. Um, and what they, what they do is, is they don't want the immortals to just be a myth. Well, you know, and not to say that they want them to go pub, they want to take it public, but, um, you know, they, they want to document what the truth is. So it's not like National Enquirer type of stuff. If it ever does go public, you mean? Well, I guess, I guess so, but, you know, it's just... It's kind of hard to describe, I guess, but it's it's just sort of this thing where, like, even though nobody can know about it, they still feel that they want the the truth, the reality of it. Yeah, so they're just basically historians. Yeah, I mean, they're yeah. they're academics. Yeah, it's historians, intellectuals who want to keep a record of the truth and yet keep respectful distance from it yeah 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 um so and so most most immortals don't know about the watchers yeah because they've kept a respectful distance yeah so it's not like uh it's not like they show up one day and and are like oh hey i'm your watcher buddy so let's go to red lobster and get some biscuits yeah (laughs) is that what you would do with your watcher well i would do that with anybody if anybody wants to come (laughs) To Cleveland, and we'll go to Red Lobster and get some biscuits. Biscuits. Not really. No. No. Um, I take, I, would, I'd take I would do that with anybody who passed a, an application process. Yeah. Mainly we, to prove that they're not crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd take everybody to, like, the melt instead of Red Lobster. Yeah, Red... Yeah, not right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, the biscuits are good. Yeah, they are good. You can't deny that. Yeah. Anyway, so um, the reason why they sort of, the Watchers sort of like become exposed is because they're trying to find that book from from Darius who stole it from them like a hundred years ago or something, or however long ago. Um, recap, Darius is the oldest living immortal. He's like, what, a thousand years old or something? Mm-hmm. And... He is like a monk and he's lived on holy ground to because he doesn't want to fight in the um the the whatever gathering deal stuff. Mm-hmm. And he just kinda wants to be left alone. And um he's good friends with 
Duncan and, you know, whatever. So they play chess together and they have happy bro times. And so he apparently has this book that he stole where he found um, all of, like, it was like the fifth volume or something of all the uh, chronicles of these Watcher dudes. And um, they want it back. I think that's like the, the, the bad egg Watchers want it back. I think that's why they go to the church in the first place. Just because they want the book. Mm-hmm. And to get the book, they're willing to kill because these are the evil ones. So they kill Darius and Duncan does this whole Darius thing where he like, you know, flexes his arm muscles real big and everything. (laughs) As one does. I know I do that a lot when I'm angry. Oh yeah. Yeah. I clench everything. Yes. Yes. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anyway, uh, so then this whole thing happens where, they're all like, what are the watchers? Who are they? Blah, blah, blah. I don't feel like summarizing. Well, I, I think, I think the main thing, the main thing to, to make the distinction is between watchers versus the hunters. Right. So, okay. So I guess I never really, yeah. The hunters thing. I keep forgetting that they use that word. Yeah. So, so hunters are basically bad watchers. Yeah. That's, that's the way to think of it. The hunt, the watchers are the, are like the good guys. The hunters are, yeah, they're, you could say that they're, they're just the bad watchers, the evil watchers. They want to kill the immortals. Yeah. They, they consider them dangerous and they're out to get them. And so, um, uh, Horton, the guy who kills, uh, Darius, he's a hunter. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's, but he's, he was a watcher. Right. So they're always watchers it's a, it's first. An, the hunter the hunters I mean it talks about it on Wikipedia but um I mean basically the hunters are like the evil offshoot of the watchers. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, he's bad. He's he's like real sadistic and creepy. Um so they killed Darius, which is really sad. It's like cutting down a redwood tree. Mm-hmm. What you doing yeah. that for, yeah. buddy? Very sad. Yeah. Um, so that brings us to season two. Yes. Um, basically, they move back to whatever undefined city that they live in. Where do they live? They, I think it's the Northwest. They, it, well, it is. They... Co- there is a name for the town, but it's a it's a fictional city. It's a fake city in Washington. Okay, yeah. It's something like, uh, you know, like, oh, God, what is it? Vancouveria. You know, it's like yeah. something. It's kind of a dumb name. But, yeah, yeah it's basically a fake uh, city in Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So they moved back there because they were in Paris hanging out and chilling, you know. And um, the watchers are still like, well, the hunters are still trying to get them, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So 
We have a few. Actually, the first part of season two is all pretty dramatic. Um, the third episode was with that guy, Michael, his um, Duncan's friend from, you know, one of his immortal friends. Mm-hmm. And um, he has this whole backstory where uh, another immortal named Quentin killed his lady love, Jeanette. And he's like resurfaced and he's trying to find him and dude i totally called that that michael was quentin at at the very beginning of that episode did you get that good i totally called it because michael looks like a creepy serial killer i was like this guy looks way too creepy to be nice (laughs) like they put these weird dorky glasses on him and they made his hair look like all he looks like like something on Law and Order, where it would be like the creepo guy who's a serial killer, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of predicting that from the beginning, but what I didn't get was whether or not he was the same person the whole time. Oh, okay. Was he? I don't know. I forget. I don't know if he was like my one of my theories was that Michael had killed Quentin and and got his quickening, and then he sort of became Quentin. It's. But I don't know. I think he might have been him the whole time. It's more like a multiple personality. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which actually brings up a a point here, a question of discussion. What happens when an immortal has, like, psychological issues? Like, are there immortals who have, you know, schizophrenia? Just like the Slayers, when all the Slayers were activated, yeah, like there had to be some that had issues. Like there were in the comic books, actually. There was one that was like a sociopath. I mean, that's kind of where like the evil immortals come from, more or less. Yeah. I mean, they're not really specifically uh, referred to as such, but, you know, there's, there's some some stuff going on word and so you know with that you know the same the same rules effectively would apply yeah you know they're just a little bit off balance yeah anywho sidebar so fourth episode yeah have you rewatched these, Jim? Are you making me do all the work? I'm making you do most of the work. Dang it. But I know I know this episode. Well, the, like episode one and episode four, I know pretty well. I mean, first of all, um, Tracy Lords guest stars. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Ohio connection. Nice. Yeah. Um, totally. I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard to even just say it. But. I know. I don't want to say it out loud. Yeah. Do you want me to say it? I guess. Um, so in this episode, something happens to someone whose name rhymes with. Nessa, and they're no longer alive at the end of the episode. 
no. My French girlfriend's dead. I Megan. can't believe it. I can't believe it. This is a problem. I seriously can't. I can't believe it. I was like, like I, when this episode started, I'm like, I have a feeling that something's going to happen here. Right. And I was like, it has the feeling underlying is that she's going to die, but it has to not be that because why would Duncan's only mean for being normal and for not just like running around going crazy with his sword suddenly disappear from him? Like what? Why would that happen to him? This isn't Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't see this happen. This is a nice family show with <laughs> yeah. happy endings every episode and a great relationship example and just general positive vibes. So it can't be. That's right. what I told myself. Yeah. And then he proposed to her and I was like, shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, that's probably an indicator yeah. that this is not going to work out. Because after 12 years, and he proposes, it's the perfect opportunity for ironic, sad drama, right. basically. What's, what is the, the name of that literary device where... Foreshadowing? Well, foreshadowing, but there's this other one. Uh is it a, oh the uh, MacGuffin? So that's a, more of a movie term, but I don't know that word. It's it's the thing where, like, or no, maybe it's a different one. But basically, if if they show a gun in the first act, then you know that there's going to be a shooting later on, or you know whatever, like that sort of thing. Yeah. Does that make sense? I, I, all I'm yeah, just well, trying to get Yeah, well, give me an example for this episode. Well, for this episode, it's sort of like, you know, get engaged and then therefore, you know, she's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Right, right. And the whole, like, escape from the kidnapper and then, like, looks like things are going to be okay and he sticks around to do some research on the freaking computer. Mm-hmm. And then she just like leaves the house and finally they're on their way home. And it's like, oh, happy. No, no <laughs> longer happy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how about here's another here's another example. And if you think about it, it goes all the way back to the very first episode of the show with foreshadowing. Ooh, I love this. What did it do? Richie. Okay. Yeah. So check this out. Okay. Think about this for a minute. Maybe maybe you'll remember this because you've you've watched this, you know, fairly recently. recently. Yeah. In the very first episode, mm-hmm. Duncan senses an immortal. But Wait, then the first hold on a sec, you just cut out a little bit. Okay. Go ahead. In the very first episode, Duncan senses an immortal. In the in the shop slash house, whatever. Yeah. And then the first person he encounters is, is Richie. Richie. Not um what's his name? Connor. Slade. Or Connor. Oh, OMG. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like those things where it's like, man, I don't know. Like, who could it possibly be? And then the camera goes to the next scene and shows the first face. And the first face you see is the person that is the culprit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, Richie's an immortal. We didn't say that out loud. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And if you you think about it, it, it really makes sense for them to... To put both of those things in the same episode. Oh, totally. Because it it it, it, counter, that could it totally, counterbalances, you know. Yeah, and it could totally be discovered at the same time. I mean, it would be if they if they were together. You would the way it happened. That that would be. I mean, that makes sense. One of them dies and the other one doesn't. Yeah. So now you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like Russian roulette, but right. And it's, yeah, it's like this consolation prize of, well, the bad news is we killed off Tessa, but the good news is, guess what? As it turns out, Richie's immortal, and so now he's going to have this whole really cool, interesting development for his character. Yeah. Did you, did you besides that specific foreshadowing thing, or what I, I, I think of it as being a foreshadowing thing? Well, uh, did you think of it episode, then? Uh, back then, no. I think I might have thought in the first episode that, like, maybe he was an immortal, but that thought left forever, like, because it was too long. You know, I was like, well, it hasn't happened, so there's no way. Right. But, you know what, in this episode, though, another thing, another little, like, foreshadowing thing that happened, besides the engagement, was when, um... Richie was like, yeah, well, you know, a few years ago, I would have never have thought you immortals would have existed. And he, like brought it up again like it just seems like he why else is he still around you know like he's a character that isn't exactly necessary in the show Mm-hmm. yeah he's just kind of like the third wheel all the time right and like he has been having some really cool parts and like a lot of what his character does is bring conflict like his character is friends with characters who end up becoming somehow in trouble with immortals like it happens all the time so maybe like he was just that the device of his character was just to create plot lines but after a while you're like why is this kid still here like he the first thing he did was try to rob them and now they're like bffs and yeah i, I don't think i ever really had the concrete idea that he was an immortal but i did think that somebody secret had to be one i was like there has to be a reveal at some point Mm -hmm. you know like it just seems like a good plot move for like it to be like oh you're actually immortal you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah the, the way i look at it it's it's kind of like batman and robin right mm-hmm Batman's always going to be Batman, but Robin can't be a, like a moron the entire time. You know, Robin has to be able to hold his own at some point. Yeah, eventually he needs to grow up right. a little bit. And so that's what happens with with Richie in in this episode. Mm-hmm. And and the other thing that I that I just think is really interesting about this whole thing in Highlander is kind of like 
where they place it within the overall framework of the series. You know, because, yeah. you know, Tessa dying, Richie being revealed to be an immortal, it's not like, it doesn't take place at an obvious point in the series. No, it's like the fourth episode of right. the second season? What the heck? It's yeah. not even like a mid-season thing. Right. Right, it's not a mid-season thing. It's not a season finale thing. It's not a series finale thing either. Yeah. So, it's one of these things, you know, I don't I don't remember exactly you know how I felt when I first saw this way back 20 years ago, but it's one of these things that like smacked people in the face. Yeah. And was like, "Holy crap. Oh, I'm going to sit down and watch, you know, uh, Highlander on Channel 43 in Cleveland, you know, my local independent station, and uh, maybe I'm going to watch some Star Trek later on. And, oh, dear God, you know, no! <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> My life! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it really, it makes it seem like the show was really ahead of its time. Yeah. Um, now I'm curious how this correlated with Buffy. When did this show come out? So Highlander um, started in 92. Okay, and Buffy was like 94 or 95, I think. Right. Um maybe later even. Yeah. Okay, so this is like it, it it's a little bit Joss Whedon-y. I mean, we can't say that Joss Whedon invented this form of writing, but whatever. Anyway, it's a little bit Joss Whedon-y because um I'm thinking back to the episode where Dawn thinks that she's the potential did you see that? If I okay, so, if I did, I don't remember. Well, it season seven but. is all about the last season of Buffy is all about um, like the potential slayers, you know? And oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. The different girls and yeah. that they have to kind of collect and to Felicia make sure they're Day all safe. And yeah. Stuff, yeah. And there's one episode where Willow casts a spell that um, like shines a light that finds the next like the nearest potential. And it shines on Dawn. And so they all think that Dawn's a potential. Um, and it's like that the whole thing where you're like, could this really be? Like, could she, is this really possible that she could be a potential? I mean, she's related to the Slayer. Like, you know, your whole mind is just kind of blown. And then it turns out that, um, like, uh, a real potential was standing on the other side of the door when Dawn was standing there. And it, so it was really pointing to her. Whatever. Anyway, um, my point is, this it's one of those things where you're like, okay, something crazy is going to go down in this episode, and it might totally change the way I think of this whole show, and you're not sure what it's going to be. And that's what I was kind of wrestling with. With I was like, I, I think maybe Tessa might die, but she can't die, because there's no way. <laughs> like, how is this going to happen? How is this series going to continue? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I'm going on a tangent, but it's one of those like totally predictable yet unpredictable things that end up having a weird spin on them in the end. Right. So I don't know. It was cool. And I do. And I was thinking the whole time, I'm like, how is this happening in episode four? Like what other series has a nifty episode four? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What is that about? Yeah, probably almost nothing except maybe a show like like Buffy. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking about, like, besides a show, like the Harry Potter movie in 
in the fourth one is where like things start to mm-hmm. go down. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. No, um, I, I think I think they do a good job of taking some chances along the way with within the framework of a show that I think you could say overall is still a show that's more or less on more or less on rails. Um Yeah. But it it does definitely take liberties. Yeah. 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 It's no, such a it, good show. It it grows and yeah, it really is. I think it's I think it's really underrated. And it's kind of it's kind of too bad that it was made in an era where from like a technical point of view when we watch it now, we really see the shortcomings. At least in just in terms of the of it visually, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's it's standard Super- definition, yeah, uh, four by three, and you know, kind of shot on video. Well, it was probably shot on film, but you know, it was mastered onto video. Uh-huh. So when you watch it on on Netflix or wherever, it looks like a nineteen ninety. Yeah, and it has a show. bit of a hokey quality to it. Right, right. So that's. It, it's unfortunate because that the technical presentation de- kind you know on one hand detracts from the the the, the overall quality of the show but it, it's um you know it's it's not a selling point and right. i think some people would probably look at it and go it doesn't look so Terrific. So, if I'm being honest, the cover of the show on Netflix is like it was. I was totally judging a book by its cover, just from the picture for the mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't look as good as it is. Yeah, yeah. It does totally does not do it justice. But but I'm gonna say though. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm I'm a fan of like '90s shows, but. I, I don't mind the way it looks, and it doesn't really deter it from me. And there haven't even really been moments where I've laughed out loud at anything, except for the time when Joan Jett tried to sword fight, and they made all these weird camera tricks right. happen. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, the production value is good. No, I don't. I'm you not know, getting certainly is good for, for the era. It's just that we're so used to now, like, everything be being shot in high def and you know has like the image quality everything being produced today or you know from like the last 10 years or whatever has like the image quality of a major motion picture right and this looks like 90s video that's yeah. you know that's all i'm, I'm no, trying totally. to say but- no i agree and that's that's actually um like that's why i have tried to show Buffy to people before and I get a little nervous when I do it because the first season is so nineties and like I, it's the same kind of thing where you're just kind of like, please don't think about this like a cheesy nineties show because it's not so screw you. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's definitely true with Highlander too. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, it, the quality of it definitely transcends the, the, the presentation. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, not that the presentation is pretty bad to look at, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm at the, I'm at my uh, my house, my new house right now, and my mm-hmm. mom is here, and she walked Hi, by. Hi, Mrs. Paletti. Oh yeah, she left the room actually, but she um, she walked by right as I was watching Duncan do this like Tai Chi training thing with his no shirt on and she was like no wonder why you watch this show (laughs) i was like yep (laughs) now here's here's the thing is like when she goes back home in a couple of days or whatever Mm -hmm. and she goes now megan um you know your dad and i have that new smart tv that has the netflix on it i'm doing a terrible imitation (laughs) of your mother whom i've never met and she's gonna be like now, I'd like you, how? you have Netflix. Do you would you would you mind just how letting I, me know your password and your login? How would that I show, get that? Yeah, how would I get the Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's gonna go home and binge watch this oh, like yeah. nobody's business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see her rocking out to Queen. Yeah, why not? Oh, yeah. Everybody's so. mom should rock out to Queen. Yeah, everybody's mom should yeah. rock, totally rock out to Queen. Yeah. And so, there's the name of our episode. Right. Right. <laughs> and so and and everybody's mom can tune in again next week. Yeah. Because Dudes, wait, before Okay, sorry. I'm no, interrupting. No no. no, no, you go ahead. Okay. I have a plea. Like cue the sad music. Our freaking Twitter followers are at 96 right now. <gasps> I am so happy yet really mad because it is four away from a hundred please please if you listen to this like somehow spread the word for somebody to follow us invite one friend if everybody invited one friend we would have three more followers (laughs) 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 like three listeners total i'm just kidding yeah but seriously though people if we don't get over 100 by the end of the weekend i'm gonna be so sad i'm really i'm just gonna cry yeah yeah. It would make me happy. Yeah. The um, the number nerd in me is not okay with 96. Hmm. Mm. It needs to be 100. It just needs to be rounded up. It's over 95 now. It's got to be rounded up. Yeah. So, so I highly appreciate all of our new followers, and I think you're fantastic, and I'm super happy that you're listening. And I'm super happy that you clicked the follow button and that you want to be a part of this. But you have one more step to take. So Tell take that step. Tell your mom. Tell your mom to watch and listen and follow Nerd Novice. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. So at Nerd Novice, the other thing that you can do, focus on Nerd Novice, okay? One one thing at a time. Yeah. But if you're ready for even more. Yeah. Even more. Take the next step. Next step. Next level. Next level stuff right here. Yeah. You follow... Our personal accounts as well. Yeah. And I'm It's J- three clicks. Yeah. That's all it takes. I'm Jay Metzendorf on Twitter. Yeah. And mine's Megan Paletti. Yeah. It's easy. So, it's real easy, dudes. Yeah. But just focus. Let's keep the yeah. focus here. Nerd novice. You know what? We'll do you a solid. If you follow Nerd Novice, we'll automatically follow you. Heck yeah. On our personal accounts and Nerd Novice. Yeah. We want to know what's going on. We do. We want to hang out with you guys. We want to be besties and go get those biscuits. We Red want Lobster. those biscuits with you. Yeah, you Let's guys share are some biscuits. Yeah, we're not we're not going to buy for you. You guys <laughs> have to buy for us. 
Okay. It's on you. Yeah. Yeah. So, All yeah, right. we'll be back next time talking about season three. Yeah. Of I'm Lander. super excited. I got to binge watch season two, the rest yeah. of it. I don't know how the world is going to move without Tessa involved. I know. I'm really sad. I know. I'm so sad. You. I'm, I'm going to miss you. her. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about that. Um, you know, quite a ways to go yet in the Highlander discussion i'm mm-hmm. i'm just so pleased that we found found a show that you like well enough to really sink our teeth into mm-hmm. for a while i think um the immortality theme is a good one yeah so it's a good one it's a big one for sure all right well i think that just about does it so it does. thanks again everyone for listening and we'll see you next week see you later